You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Oh, I already feel sick because I know what you're going to say. And you're already putting me off my tea. I stepped in Kit's poo. Oh, <coughs> yuck. Ugh. It's actually so... Do you know what? It is so rank. Like, yeah. you know when they're babies, it's kind of fine, isn't it, their poo? You're, it's like, oh, yeah, and whatever. And then as soon as they turn into, like, children, it's yeah. disgusting. It's like... It would be like stepping in Doz's poo. It's like the same. Oh, isn't it? my good this lord. Is the same. That is actually the start of a horror movie stepping in Dozer's poo but this was this was actually a close second you're absolutely right and the worst thing was was that so I'll set the scene he'd obviously done a, he'd like had an accident Dozer's in the shower I'm like rushing around to get ready he comes into the bathroom and he's like I need a poo I need a poo so I'm like shouting going go on Kit just take your pants down like sit on the loo and as he took his pants down a poo just flopped out onto the floor I'm rushing in stand in it turn around not realise I've stood in it and then I walked it back through the oh carpet oh my god don't you really sick. seriously it makes people sick I really I but you know what George I've had one of those weeks because I'll be on. I, I feel like and I'm I'm really hoping that nothing else happens but all this weird shit keeps happening like I've obviously had a ski accident I think I shared it on the last podcast my knee's not great Um, like I've spilt shreddies over my face my entire body a whole bowl of shreddies flipped up and <laughs> Face. The honey fell out of the cupboard and it flipped the bowl like some sort of oh Ace Ventura and it was like all over me. And then I burnt the Rivita, which they set on fire in the toaster. It's just weird. Which is probably why you shouldn't put Rivita in a now, toaster. Let's have a discussion like, about this. Warning. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts on Rivita is rank. So, what? Um, no, I just can't Hold get bored of it. Just, I mean, fine if there's nothing else to eat, but nah. What's wrong with it? Because this is going to affect just our friendship long term, by the way. What's wrong with it? <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's just just dry and crispy. And I'd rather have like pita bread or even a rice cake. Nah, probably not rice cake, actually. <laughs> They're rank as well. But do, do they do gluten-free pita bread? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I need to have a look yeah, for I'm that. I'm sure they do. Oh, is that why you have it? Because it's gluten-free. Is, yeah. I don't know if it's gluten free. 
Oh, Actually, right. to be honest with you, I think it's got right. Anyway, look, I'm not going to get into logistics of it. I can eat <laughs> it. But if you leave it in the toaster for longer than 20 seconds, it starts to get on fire. So you really have to be on it. So like you can imagine where my brain is at the moment, like Miss Frazzled oh stepping in poo God. and spilling shreddies on my face. And then it's, suddenly it was like, Wee! and there's smoke and Luna's going, the Rivita's on fire. Anyway, probably best not to toast it. I, I reckon, I reckon Rivita are going to get in touch <laughs> and say, it comes with a safety warning. Don't put it in because it is basically burnt smithereens as it is how are you i'm all right i'm good i'm good i've just had like a really busy week um and yeah all good Gigi's being a complete dick actually this week oh um, god i was gonna say in fact i might have even said it i really felt like we'd turned a corner like yeah. for months she has been like my best friend she has been oh. lovely like just a dream just so lovely and not like in a way that it's like sick you know like, not like oh yes mummy no mummy but just like listens does her you know sort of does what she's told she's a little bit of a sa- mm. little bit of sass back but not too much honestly this week she's just been horrible like yeah. i don't even describe it like freaking out about everything absolutely everything um Aunt natalie who looks after the kids she was late to pick Axel up from school yesterday and it just so happened James had turned up to pick Axel up as well because he wanted to see him. He'd got out. And um, and he was like, oh, Natalie's not here. I don't know, you know, I don't know what to do. I was like, oh, I'm sure she will be. And it was basically because Gigi had thrown herself on the floor pick, going to pick Axel up from school and demanded that they went back to the house because she wanted to wear wellies to pick Axel up. But Natalie said no, right? Yeah, but she, there was nothing she could do because you couldn't even pick her up. She was just like oh, Natalie. running around, like running away from her. And I think in the end, she just thought, well, let's just go back and get the wellies. And she did. And then she said it was like I'd given her like, you know, I, I drugged her because she just turned into a different child. Like she's mm. like, oh, thank you, Natalie. I'm Ooh. like, oh, it's just you been that, a lot. You know that horror movie, Megan, just- with that crazy little doll? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't watch it, but. I can imagine. You know what it's about, right? No, do you think it's got anything to do with the fact that she spent a week with her grandparents? Like, not not digging you because your it parents are incredible. Do. But you yeah, know, but they don't say no. Just, they don't say no, do they? No, they don't. They definitely don't say no. And she would have been so good for them as well. Probably, oh, yeah. she probably had a week where she's just been like really good really good really good really good you know like when you're just really trying to behave and then she's going back and she's like it's like holding in a fart it's probably what she's been doing the whole time just like and now she's just farting all over the house everywhere brilliant Brilliant. so yeah there we go that's that's that sums up this week for me well this is parenting and that's why we wanted to do today's podcast because um obviously highs and lows everything else in between we wanted to kind of get a feel on how you guys were if there was anything that we could help you with any questions that you wanted answering any bits of advice um you know we're obviously fountains of wisdom are we we're I not mean, <laughs> it could be why not let's put okay. it out then we are we're let's experts in everything <laughs> let's go for it um do you want to kick us this off this one really made me laugh tricks to make your house seem clean and tidy when it's not <laughs> Georgia, you're quite this good at is this. me at the moment. Well, this yeah. is me at the moment because we've got we've got viewings on our house so basically if you open any cupboard like everything falls out on top of you like it's a hazard you need to wear a hard hat like really it's a bad place to be um I don't know how to like make your house look tidy and clean I think it's just about I don't know like with James 
his clothes are always all over the floor. So I have a basket in the room where I just shove everything in there and put a lid on mm. it. Um, mm. But I do think one thing that really makes the house feel special is flowers and the smell. So like if you've got a really nice candle, I love the beauty pie one. It's called Clean House, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> and it does genuinely smell so nice. So if the, if the house is a bit of chaos, I put one of those on or I buy myself some flowers or like something like that just to make everything feel a bit nicer but in terms of tidying and cleaning when it's not I mean I just shove things in what can you do I think that's the key isn't it we 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 have a rule that one of the rooms in the house we call it the dumping ground but it's actually going to be the boot room so that is absolute chaos that's where all the kids boots shoes coats you know everything that's kind of comes back from school it all goes in there and then at the end of the day we shut the door same with their playroom obviously i try to we try to keep mm. on top of their playroom but you know we've got to do a massive detox if 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 those two doors are shut and the rest of the house resembles something like a house that's not been burgled i'm quite happy it, it's yeah. never going to let's be honest and let's be really honest it's never going to look the way we want it to like a picture perfect Instagram post because we've got tiny tiny humans that just want to destroy our lives and everything in them so I think you have to get your head around that a little bit but yeah I think George is right nice nice flowers nice candle and then you know shove it in the shove it in the room shut the door yeah I just yeah shove things in baskets and boxes yeah (laughs) and this is this is interesting which milk to use for refluxy baby now um, obviously, Georgia and I are not healthcare professionals, and really, our advice would be go and speak to your GP. Um, but mm. what what I did for Kit, obviously, he had savage reflux, um, and he was on a Meprazole, and he was on Neocate. So I did try him first of all, which worked on Luna. I switched to goat's milk because it's much easier for them to digest, but it's still oh, made yeah. up of the same proteins, so it still links in the same way. Obviously, when you've got um, like an animal milk if they've got reflux you know you might have they might have the the same reaction so you could try moving to goat's milk and then if it's got really really bad and you think gosh my baby can't tolerate this then go speak to the gp and tell them that you know you've got these problems and then they might move you on to the um to the near kate okay yeah Yeah. i was just gonna say yeah and also i have i haven't tried it personally but one of my friends tried i think it was the optimal optimal reflux milk or something and she found that that worked quite well for her little boy and then do you remember with Gigi? she had reflux and we had um the magic sleep fairy sort of come and like look at her but very mild reflux like not you know she didn't need medication and actually it it sort of weirdly didn't she was fine if she had pre-made milk do you remember and she would only drink pre-made milk and obviously it's so expensive but when I said it to a midwife she said oh yeah it's because it's it's easier for them to digest Mm. so because it's all been broken down it's not like the powder which is probably a bit thicker and a bit harder to digest and so sometimes it's it's just finding one that kind of sits well so yeah maybe it's it's worth giving them a go but definitely if it's really bad just go to your gp GP. because yeah they're they're the best they're the best people oh this is good Oh my God, jumper season is coming to an end. What the fuck do we wear now? You two always look. (laughs) And I think she's put like little stars in in her eyes, which I'm guessing is a compliment. Nice. Um, I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't panic just yet because it's still February. So we're still able to get away with wearing jumpers. But my top tip is layering. Um, Mm. And I always like... I'm a massive fan of like being super casual during the day unless I have to go to work. So for me, I'll wear like a really nice t-shirt and then I'll layer like a, like um, 
like a sweater, like an oversized sweater over the top and then maybe like a fleece. Um, And then you can take layers off if it gets warmer. But I haven't experienced the the like the super warm weather yet so I'm still no. in I'm still in my sort of thick knits and stuff at the moment I think you know going forward as we as we get into spring you know max trench coats are going to be a- absolutely everywhere so that's a really good transitional piece that you should definitely have in your wardrobe obviously yeah. like would you agree with that like the fine knits also you can keep wearing I was gonna spring. say yeah yeah I was gonna say exactly like Zoe says in fact today I thought oh it's probably not gonna be that um cold today and I've got like a silk silky slip skirt on and a and a jumper with nothing underneath and oh mm. my god I was freezing, freezing so what cold, I'm yeah. gonna do in a minute is I'm gonna put a t-shirt underneath so then I've yeah. got a slip skirt and I've got bare legs with it but it's quite long and then a t-shirt a jumper over the top and then I'll probably just put a gilet on um i just think yeah like zoe says layering i think the skirt is like a really it's a really key piece this season and actually skirts are so versatile because you can chain you know like you can put tights underneath if you want to you could wear it with long boots you can wear them with trainers you can just wear them Mm -hmm. with a t-shirt um but yeah i think in this this like this time now i think is a good time to invest in like all your basics so really nice white t-shirts really nice vests a good pair of jeans like all of that kind of stuff that will take you through um to the summer i'm gonna shoot i don't know if they'll go up this week or next week but i'm gonna shoot like wardrobe staples for you guys so i'm gonna have i'm gonna pull a little rack out and i'm just gonna show you what i feel like everybody needs in their wardrobe to kind of get you through it's a really weird time of year i really don't like it i'd much rather it just be spring now and we could just put all the knits away but unfortunately we're still gonna be layering for a while now this one bit close to my heart this is from steph is there anything i can do to make postpartum hair loss stop or get better firstly bit of advice is to go back and listen we did an amazing podcast it was a Q&A with Annabelle Kingsley obviously um part of the Philip Kingsley family um and she they're like super duper hair specialists so she spoke a lot about postpartum hair loss in terms of what I've done because I had it savagely I take collagen religiously every single day marine collagen I also take colo and um, I use nioxin which is a really good um, shampoo and conditioner for postpartum hair loss Um, and that just just helps with like volume I I mean they've been that they sort of say there's no studies done that collagen works and all those bollocks I 100% swear by it just from like even skin nails and hair I feel a big difference yeah I agree I would agree with that Um, also I I went to the Philip Kingsley trichology clinic and I found out that I was you know really low in like iron and all these things but I just saw it's quite expensive to go it's a few hundred quid so you know it's a big investment but I've just seen that they've started doing online consultations oh great start at like 90 pounds or 95 pounds at the moment um so I think that's really you know that's a really good place to start if you're really serious about it then obviously you can speak to an expert um uh, yeah I, I just saw that the other day and I thought that's a lot more affordable than the 300 odd quid that it, yeah. it is to go to the clinic and also if you don't live in London as well like you can you know just join on on a zoom so um yeah that's definitely worth checking out oh this one this one's from Martha do you want to read Martha's out <laughs> I get that. Oh, God. Right. Nine, gosh, Martha. Nine month old and two year old. Just how? <laughs> oh, Martha. I mean, I totally feel you. Yeah. I, I had this. So, you did. Yeah. It's exactly, exactly the same. First of all, can I just say it is a fucking shitstorm 
Like, however you're feeling right now, every single parent on the planet who's dealing with that is feeling the same. So like, you're not alone. We are with you. We know exactly what you're going through. I'm just going to tell you, it does get easier. Right now, it's not going to feel like that. I think there is a certain amount of acceptance that it is going to be complete carnage at home. Mm -hmm. You know, you're dealing with a baby. You've got two in nappies. You've got one that's coming into testing twos. You've got a baby that's probably not walking yet, nine months, unless they're super dupers. Um, and, um, And so it's just going to be car crash to car crash so give yourself a break um you've got to find the peace within all of that um and like like i said if you want any help with like i'm wondering wondering what your two-year-old's doing at this at, at this moment we've done some amazing podcasts in the past around testing twos to maybe help that behavior slightly but really just speak to your friends ask for as much help as possible and i promise you you're going to get through it martha yeah i just to add to that as well i think it's a mindset thing as well like zoe said like don't put all these unnecessary expectations and things that make life harder because I think it's about accepting it is going to be a really difficult time and you know in some ways it's good because you get all of that out out the way and then you come through it and it will be you know it will be great and hopefully a bit easier but for now like do you know take all the shortcuts (laughs) Yeah. Like, let, you know, let go of all of those silly pressures that we put on ourselves. I mean, I, even things like talk, talking to a friend the other day, I never used to let Axel watch the iPad in the car, right? I don't know why. I just would never, have, I would never let him do it. And now I look back, I'm like, oh my God, like every Saturday when we used to go and watch James play football, mm. he would just be so annoying in the car because it used to be like really bad traffic. For what? Like, seriously, yeah. like, why didn't I just take, you know, just let him watch it? It's just those w- things that you, at the time, you don't realise you're putting all these little pressures on yourself that's making life harder. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just have a look at those sorts of things and just try and make it easy. Yeah, and 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 I, I completely echo that and you're so right, George. And like, even just down to things like dinner, you know what, if they have, if he has fish fingers two nights, three nights, four nights in a row, like, you know, who gives a shit? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Okay, just roll with it and keep chatting to us. We're here for you. Resent my partner for having a life outside of parenting. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, we talk about this a lot, don't we? Um, And it happened, I I can, you know, I think it happens in a lot of relationships. The sort of main parent sort of I guess just takes on that role and then the other one sort of their life doesn't change too much and they just feel like they can carry on I want yeah I want to ask a question I want to ask a question it's difficult because we can't speak to this lovely lady but I want to ask like why you don't have a life outside of parenting and that's not me going like "Mm, why don't you have a life that's more like I really want you to have a life outside of parenting it's really important for us all to have a life outside of parenting like fair enough if you're you know if you're in the newborn phase and you're breastfeeding exclusively and you can't you can't leave like I find you know that, that, that that's different but like if you've got to a point where you know you've just taken on that role like Georgia said and you're not allowing yourself to go off and do the things that you love like I would urge Mm. you to do that I would urge you to say to your partner right you're taking baby today or you're taking baby for the for the morning and I'm going off to like catch up with some mates or go to the gym or go for a coffee or get my nails or whatever it is that you like to do go and do it Mm. because resentment is the source of all of the pain that comes from our relationship and it is because we don't talk about resentment we don't say to our partner it just it just it burns up inside of us and it makes us feel really anxious really angry and then the communication stops and then it's like all of this narrative that's not being said 
it, 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 it's really hard to unpick the longer it goes on. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Even, I mean, the sort of stage that we're at now, I yeah, I definitely have a life outside parenting for sure. Yeah. But I would say there is still an imbalance in the fact that, say, for instance, like I, I, we've, we've spoken about this before. Say me and you're in London and we're working and I sort of say, oh, yeah, like I'll be back tonight, like, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm going to be home. And then we think to ourselves, oh, actually, let's go for a drink, right? Mm. I wouldn't do that unless I'd said that I'm going to do that. I wouldn't just go, oh, actually, we're just going to stay out. Like, f- you know, fuck it, whatever. We said we'd be home at five, but <laughs> actually it. we're going to come home at two o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't do that. Like, I think is always one person in the relationship that feels like they have to plan their, t- you know, their time away. And I, that's definitely what I do. If I'm going out, I'll say to James on Monday, oh, by the way, I'm out on Saturday. Um, we need to, you know, if, you, if you're playing yeah. football or whatever, we need to find someone to have the kids. Whereas he just does those things. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He would just go out for drinks after work and just message me like, oh, I'm going out for drinks tonight after work. And that's fine. But then I always have that like, but I would never do that without planning it because I can't. But that that is more about us as people rather yeah. than that, – that, that's more about, I think, women taking – yeah. feeling like they have to take on that role. Like, for example, I, I think maybe historically I would have done that, but now – and I would feel so guilty about stepping away from the from the family unit and be like, I can't, I've got to stay, you know, I've got to get back. Got now I'm like, do you know what? If I want to go and have dinner with my mates and it turns into a bit of a night, I just message and be like, this is what I'm doing. I'll yeah. be back at 11 or one or whatever. I, like, I just think, I think if you can, you've really got to stand in your own power about that and just say like, yeah. it's not like, oh, fuck you, I'm going off to have a life. It's like, you know, like this is what I'm doing and you, you can look after baby and I'll see you later on. That's what I mean. Just do it now. Exactly. Do, like, it, now. do it now. Like I really, I really think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, good luck. It's, yeah. Good luck. Let good us luck. know how you get on. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back after this short break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Travel, flight tips. I've got a nine-hour flight with two little soon. I feel like, Zoe, you've most yeah. recently um, yeah. been on a long flight. Yeah, I don't know how old they are. Um, so it's difficult because if you've got a babe in arms, then you've just got to sort of kind of suck it up and get on with it. But I think the preparation is key. So like snacks, 
you know, we love um, Keep Them Quiet as a company. You yeah. check them out online. They're brilliant. And they do, they send you these like sort of packs and you can give them to your like activity packs and you can give them to the kids on the plane. So they've got something to open. They've got sticker books inside them and coloring in books and various other activities that they can do. So that's a really nice idea. Um, but like, yeah, preparation, order like a load of sticker books from Amazon, all that kind of stuff. Just make sure you've got food, drink, um, iPads, um, if they're at the age where they can watch them, just stack i've got the amazon yeah. 10 the amazon fire 10s they're brilliant and um yeah just load them up with all their favorite games and toys and just yeah dig, dig in yeah. don't worry about what <laughs> they eat and it. what they watch yeah yeah it's, it's gonna be okay time. and also what, the, the worst worry. that can happen is that your baby will cry for nine hours and that is hell but there is a holiday waiting at the end of it for you. So just, yeah. just keep the faith. It's going to be okay. And everyone keep understands. Keep your eyes on the prize. Exactly. <laughs> well, someone's put how to curl hair and keep your curls in. Well, on our oh. Instagram, <laughs> you will find one of my um, hair tutorials. I did it. I posted it a couple of nights ago and it's up there and um, yeah, you can have a little squiz on how I do my curls. It looks so good. And actually I'm going to, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to do it the same. Well. Because well. actually I think I've been doing it all wrong. Now I've watched you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't use the clamp. I need to use the clamp. Morning routine for you whilst getting the kids ready, bag sorted, etc. You both always look great. Go on then. If I'm not going anywhere, I definitely don't look great. <laughs> I put on gym leggings and a jump. No, 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 I really don't. But, my morning routine now is I make sure the kids are dressed before they go downstairs or 100%. at least I have their clothes to take downstairs and then I make them put them on then what I do is I'll make the lunches or like Gigi's lunch and I'll pack the snack and I'll pack the bags and all that kind of stuff while the breakfast is being cooked or whatever then I give them their breakfast at the table and then while they're eating their breakfast I go upstairs and get ready so I have like yeah I'll have like 15 minutes while they're eating their breakfast and then I'm ready I know they're ready and they're eating their breakfast and however long that takes that takes and then everything's done and I come downstairs and we leave what time do you leave we leave at eight god that's early isn't it is it but well I guess when 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 we when I have when we have Isla we have to leave we have to be in the car at 7 45 so because we've got I have to do two school drop-offs when we don't have Isla we don't have to leave till 8 30 because they're both dropped in at nine that's what I was going to say so when Gigi starts Axel school in September that will be the same as us but they have to be in Axel has to be in at 8 40 and Gigi has to be in at 8 15 so it's oh, drive Gigi to nursery, drop her off, drive back. We leave the car and then we walk to school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just find if I'm getting ready while they're doing something else, like eating their breakfast, and especially if they're already ready. Yes. Then, it, yeah, it's however long I've got then. Like prepara- preparation and organization is key. And I've learned it. It's taken me a couple of years to get my head around the fact that mm. like to so the night before, I'll like fold their uniform up, put it on the landing in little piles. Then when they come in, I get them to pick up their clothes, bring them in whilst they're getting themselves dressed because that takes about bloody 20 minutes because I'm like Kit put your pants on Kit put your pants on Kit put your pants on he's like showing everyone his bum hole and I'm like for fuck's (laughs) sakes can you just get dressed please Um, I then get myself ready and I've already got my clothes like my gym clothes laid out for the night before and then we all go downstairs as a unit at like quarter past seven latest and then that's when breakfast is done I just can't if I'm like flying up and down the stairs or they go down without their um uniforms on it's a shit show in the mornings yeah that's what I was going to say it it is that whole thing of not letting them go downstairs in their pajamas yeah Yeah. because I mean to be fair sometimes 
although I've sort of, I think I might have scared him into not doing it anymore. Axel will get up early and go downstairs in his pajamas and he'll sit and watch TV by himself. But that's if he gets up at like six. Do you know what I mean? If he gets up at six and then, I mean, like, we, yeah, we're normally going downstairs at seven, like at yeah, that sort of time. So but Axel at six o'clock yeah. won't come and wake you up. No. Oh my God. Can we swap children? No, he's, he's Mr. and like, Mr. Independent. Right. Like, I think, you know how, in, you know, not in an ideal world, everyone gets up before their kids and they have a have a drink or they do whatever they want before the chaos starts. I think, that's how I, I think that's how Axel feels. <laughs> the Axel thinks, I want to get upstairs, have my own time, watch what I want to watch before Gigi descends on him. That's that's what I think. That's, that's amazing. I love Axel. Yeah. I want to be Axel. Um, <laughs> me too. This is great. Zoe, tell me how you get that moustache done. What moustache? <laughs> it's so painful. Do you bleach it? <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like I've got a moustache? Like, what? That is so funny. There's so much to unpick here. In have short, you spoken about that before? I don't think I have. I don't. <laughs> Can you see my moustache and I'm doing stories <laughs> no. and stuff? But now I'm all, I'm just going to be looking all the time. <laughs> what I love is how she's put, can you tell me how you get that moustache done? Like it's got its own name and like its own postcode. Right. For star- <laughs> starters, no, I know she's only, she's asking a serious question. Like I get it. Um, I actually, I used to bleach it at home. Um, yeah. And just use one of those, like, is it called? Jolene or Jolie or something. Oh, you get it. Yes, yeah, yeah. That the yeah. home kit. Yeah, the yeah. Home kit. yeah and yeah. now I uh now I do um I've do, I do I veat it. Like I use like a face moustache veat and it just veats it off and then I have and to do it, just it like once every two weeks. Oh wow, that's so yeah. good. Yeah, do you not do that? I don't really have one. Well that's why the question was directed at me. No, I don't. James always tries <laughs> to tell me I do, but I I don't know if it's because, I don't know, maybe I just haven't grown one yet. I'm not sure. Is it fair? Is, well, yeah, it probably is, because I am fair. So then, I guess, yeah, maybe, I just don't really, I've never really thought about it, to be honest. Oh, I'm going to go and look at it after this podcast Have now. a look. Have a, have a yeah, you, you tell me. If you turn up with some veep for me next week, I know I'm going wrong. <laughs> Where do we say? We live in a small apartment, how to survive rainy days house is a mess so is my head feel you yeah that's really hard when you just feel like you're on top of each other all yeah. the time um so i love and i sound like an absolute kino but i love a game so you we've do. got i love a game and we, so we we play a lot of uno guess who jenga bingo dinosaur bingo shopping list game i'll like list them all and they are my go-to for rainy days because small apartment big hat whatever like if you've got the kids inside and they're going mental it's really, really tough. But I think games, if your kids are at an age where they can play games, but even things like, you know, we've got um, Skittles and things like we, we, Our house is a bit like Fun House. Like we've got a lot of things to play with in the house, like game, game wise. Yeah. Um, so we do do that. Um, but yeah, it's, it is really tricky. At the end of the day, yeah. you could hog them up and just get them outside in the rain. Yeah. I was also going to say like... I've really cut down on the amount of toys that we have in the house now. When Axel was little, we lived in a house that had a separate playroom and yes. we don't have that anymore. Oh, really? No, we don't have a playroom. So what I do, I mean, Axel doesn't really play with toys, so they're not they're not anywhere. But Gigi, I just cut it all back. Like yeah. I literally just went through it all. I donated loads to her preschool. And I, and I basically, we've got one, a couple of cupboards that 
everything is in its like section if that makes sense so she's got like yeah. all her barbies in like a little in a suitcase and it's all quite organized so that when she gets one thing out to play with it's just that stuff and then it goes away and then it goes you know like, and then really we put good. it away yeah. again and I do it's really it's been a game changer for us because obviously where like I said before where we're having house viewings it can't be bedlam like all the time and so it's just all these little things that have really really helped like yeah. just feel like a bit more calm in the yeah, house yeah that's a really good tip really good yeah. tip toddler laughs when I tell him off and doesn't listen how to discipline without shouting <laughs> oh I don't know why we're laughing we're not laughing at you no we just know just, what I you're going like through yeah. yeah I mean Gigi if I tell her off she literally looks at me like what why are you talking to me like what are you on about um so I totally get that I think do you know what and I've always I think I've always said it I honestly think ignoring them sometimes and not giving them attention is like the best thing because if you shout or if you make a big deal like about things and and you're really telling them off I I so, so often I think they're playing up because they like the reaction. Like yeah. I definitely have it with Gigi. Like Axel, if I tell him off, he is scared and like will listen to me. With Gigi, she doesn't listen. So I find if she's doing something wrong, we just blank her. Like and she and and you'll see her like carrying on trying to get my attention. And then when when she realizes she's not going to, she's like, oh, okay. I'll just stop. And so that's, I find with that, it really works because mm. mm. raising my voice, all of those things, they just don't work. They literally yeah. just don't work with her. Mm. Um, so I have found like almost, yeah, like reverse psychology work sometimes. I think I think it really depends on on your child. I think it's, it's not a case of like one size fits all with this sort of stuff. Um, Kit is definitely the same as your little one. Um, he just either says, how dare you? And then laughs at me, or he won't sit anywhere and kind of take a you know take a moment out. Shouting at him doesn't work, you know. And then this, but then if I just if I just come down to his level, keep really really calm and just be very direct. Like you are, you know, you whatever it might be. Like don't speak to mummy like that. I'm not going to accept it. And then mm. I take a toy away from him. We get a bit of resistance, and then he just floods of tears. And then I get the apologies. And so, but yeah, shouting doesn't work. The laughing thing is really really annoying. But I think in your head, if you just think they don't know how to control their emotions, exactly, they don't know it's what not, they're doing. They're not necessarily laughing. They just like reacting. Yeah. It's just a reaction. Yeah, Kit does um, it all the time. But yeah, we've done. We have literally done so many episodes of the podcast with like Chris and yeah. Rose on the testing twos. We've there, yeah. There's been loads. So go and have a listen because there's all different like tactics and techniques. Yeah, um, and you'll find one that works for you. There's so many about. <laughs> tricky three-nagers and struggling yeah. with a three-year-old all yeah. of those please just go back and have a listen to those like testing twos and the parenting sos podcast that we've done with chris and rose because there's so many great tips in there 100 percent. and george i think you could probably answer this one six-year-old still in pull-ups at night yes. help it's from josephine yes so axel is exactly the same and i have been to the doctor and um, basically, the advice that I was given by the doctor is to not do anything. <laughs> so some people will like do the whole lift like at 11 o'clock or whatever and yeah. uh, when they go to bed. And he basically said, there is literally no point. Like you're disturbing their sleep. Like there is right. just, just don't do it. Like just don't. And the more 
like pressure you put on, the less likely that it's going to happen and they'll worry about wetting the bed and all that kind of stuff. So he basically just said, come back in a year. So like when he's seven, if it's still not, um, like sort like if he's still not sort of dry at night because yeah. with quite often with kids it's just a hormone yeah. and until that hormone kicks in yes you might be able to cut down the amounts of times they go for a wee by cutting down on fluids and doing all this stuff but actually all of those things are detrimental to them in other ways yeah. so just if you think that they've got a weak bladder or something like that then definitely go to your GP because that's what I did and it, that was all fine so if there is no other issue then I would just yeah just just leave it and then wait and just and just see if it happens um it's actually so common like ridiculously common so yeah I just that that was the advice that I was given so that's that's where we're at I've said to him before I've been like should we just not wear them anymore and he's like no why (laughs) yeah okay it just doesn't bother him but there is you know like if they go for a sleepover or whatever there is a tablet that you can get from the doctors which is like basically has that whatever it is the hormone that stops them from weeing when they're asleep so you can do you can't they couldn't take that every day but if they were going to a sleepover or something then they they, you can go and get something like that I think also and I know you know there's all these ideals around when and how and you know the age and all that kind of stuff but actually six yeah, I mean, we're not talking about a 15-year-old here. No. It's like it is going to get better and it is going to get easier. And I know that's not necessarily what you want to hear, but if it's not distressing them and, yeah, you know, exactly. it's just going to be like Georgia said, it's going to be a time thing, you know, they're not going to be still wearing pull-ups when they're off to their 18th. So it's just kind of one of those ones that there's all these like, you know, timelines on, oh yeah, my friend's child did it at this age and that age. But actually if they're okay and they're not in pain, they're not unwell or anything like that, it's just like, mm, okay, well, that's just what's happening for now. So like, don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah, be, it will get better. It will. Exactly. It'll, it, you know, it will. Exactly. And also if you, I don't know if you've noticed to this person, but when you buy those like nighttime, whatever they yeah. are, Huggies nighttime things, yeah. they go up to 15. Yeah. I know. Like, so, and they're just in the shops in boobs. Yeah. So it, it must, you know, it must I'm happen. sure it's happening. Yeah, mm. Exactly. Don't worry yeah. about it. So we always normally do products at the end of these Friday Q&As, but I think we mentioned loads today, George, didn't we? So we did. Yeah, I think we'll leave it there. But thank you so much for sending in all of your questions. As always, we'd love you to rate, review, subscribe and give the podcast a little follow. Yeah, absolutely. And any feedback on these Q&As, like topics you'd like us to cover or just any, anything you want to say, then please do drop the dm we're on at made by mummers on instagram and we'll be back on tuesday made by mummers is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely charlotte mason insanity group hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. 
Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 